back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Kyle Brown. Getting people to work together in the face of water restrictions isn't easy. Even a few months into the statewide restrictions in California, there's still a lot of confusion, and the results so far haven't been too promising. But Chris Dahlmer has some good reasons to hope. Chris and the Pebble Beach Company have been looking ahead to a summer like this for a long time. Back in 94, they collaborated with a few other courses in the area to come up with a plan to support their water needs in the future. Cypress Point Club, Monterey Peninsula Country Club, Poppy Hills Golf Course, and the Pebble Beach Courses grouped together to invest in an old reclaimed water plant to make up some of the difference when water got scarce. So a total of seven golf courses that were highly dependent upon the potable water here on the Monterey Peninsula and you know had the vision to say, hey, at some point down the road, we're going to be asked to get off of this potable drinking water and the folks that live here and development is going to need it much more than the golf courses do. That plan progressed, and as the droughts have intensified during the last few years, those courses haven't struggled as much as some others. In fact, the quality of the water from the combination of the microfiltration and the reverse osmosis systems has sometimes delivered better quality water than the supplied potable water. They've even reworked an old reservoir to store water through the winter months. It was good that they did the legwork and you know, a lot of the infrastructure and the financial burden and a lot of that early on to get everything set in place so that you know, when we face situations like we currently are, drought situations, we've proven that we can take all the water that is delivered and, and reclaimed and put that back onto our golf courses as opposed to just you know running that water out and not using it. That's not to say they're using the reclaimed water frivolously. They're all still looking for ways to cut back on water usage with soil sensors and by monitoring ET data to get the most out of that resource. But that's nothing compared to what the courses did to help the Poppy Hills course. Last year, Poppy Hills went through a course renovation with grow-ins scheduled toward the end of the year, right alongside the year-end for the irrigation season. You know, as a group, we collectively said, hey, we got to save enough water in the reservoir. For them to be successful, they're going to use a lot more water to have to grow in that golf course and, and start it from seed than that we have in the past. And we need to make sure that they have enough in there. So jointly, for the first months of that the year, last year, we saved enough water knowing that they're going to use a little bit more towards the end just to make sure that their project was successful. Because obviously, you wouldn't want a neighboring golf course to be unsuccessful and have that be not only bad press, but really a situation where the golfing community suffers. Poppy Hills came up with some numbers on how many acres they were going to need to grow in, especially since part of the renovation was actually a reduction in irrigated acres. Honestly, that helped in making the case to hold back some water as well. But working together to make the best situation for players and a respect for each other's jobs helped. In the end, talking it out gave everyone what they needed to plan for the season. Nobody's telling us we have to do that, but that's the right thing to do. We felt as a group, made it through, and they got their golf course seated and grown, and everything worked out well. Scarcity hasn't been a dirty word for Chris or his crew when working with the public either. They're eager to talk. Company representatives visited local homeowners associations to explain how they're cutting back around the course and what efforts they'll look at in the future. The local water districts have even reported on the course's work in their newsletters. Sometimes that's met with support. Other times, not so much. It's all about, again, I think, you know, educating and informing our guests as much as possible the current situation. And that, at that time, that's really what we tried to do was just express that, hey, we're in the midst of a drought and we're working hard to conserve the amount of water that we put out. Hopefully you enjoy the current conditions, you know, as they are. And 
and understand the situation that we're in. Do you always get positive comments? No. <laughs> That's the reality. You know, there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, individuals and population that feels things should be a certain way and others feel they should be a certain way. So <laughs> you, you can't please everybody, but you can try your hardest. When it comes down to it, some players want to see green when they go to the course. There's not much he can say to sway them. But the best argument he can make is a golf course that's playable in any kind of water stress. To turn a phrase, sometimes the best response is playing well. We can produce a firm and browner surface that is a smooth, consistent playing surface just as well. So it's our job to kind of find that happy medium or in these type of years, maybe a little bit further to the brown side. So that's okay as long as we're creating a decent surface. It's when you start creating an, uh, an uneven surface or conditions that validate complaints about current water restrictions. So. And I, and I don't think it's a thing that only courses in California are facing. Eventually, there's going to be other states, and there are states already, but California's in the midst of one of its drier times, and I think it's just become a little bit more of an intense light on it. But I think as long as we are willing to kind of stick your neck out and figure out ways to solve some of the problems or opportunities to fix some of these things and make it a little bit more sustainable, it'll be good. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.